right, boys. Prepare to be dazzled. Righting the wrongs. That's what I'm talking about. Your daily dose of positive nuggets. Ah, oh, so happy. I can't even feel my arms. A show for the faint of heart. It's crazy. It's crazy. It's crazy. Spreading sprinkles of knowledge as far as the eye can see. You is talking loco, and I like it. Jay Daniels. Well, there's nothing like experimenting. Kevin James. My life is good. Really good. Producer Slim. It's not that I'm lazy. It's that I just don't care. And anyone else who wants to work for free. It's Spokane's official morning show, Jay and Kevin. Hello. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, kids and adults of all ages and sizes. Hello and hi there. It is I, the Righteous Reverend Jay Daniels, broadcasting a live from beautiful downtown Spokane, Washington, 99201, live from Studio C, second floor, digital world broadcast center of the KXOY building. It is a Monday. Welcome to May. It is May 3rd, 2021. Hello, Slevy. Good morning, Jaybird. How are you, brother? Good. Happy Happy May Day observed for us today. I'm excited for I'm excited for another month in 2021. Yes, man. It was uh, it was one of those weird weekends where you go. I don't know if you were outside doing any work outside or walking around. Or... I did a lot of walking. Work outside. Get out of here. Nah, get just get out of here. You're talking to. I thought about mowing the lawn, and that was as much work as I did. Well, you thought about it. I did think about it. You do the thing, you look out there, you go, man, I should mow that. And then you're like, yeah, or I could. I did the same thing I do, I, I've been doing this year when I need to mow it. Because I need, I ne- desperately need to mow my, my grass. But I put fertilizer on it, and it said let it sit for a certain amount of time. Okay. So I didn't mow it last week. But then this weekend was going to be my time frame where, hey, it's now officially ready. To, you can mow it without picking up the fertilizer, I guess. I don't know I don't know the reason why Whatever I said to wait is, yeah. this day, but yeah. that's, it was this weekend. And... My daughter was here, and every time I had free time to mow was the time where she was sleeping. And I thought, oh, you know no. what the last thing I want to do right now is mow right by her bedroom. <laughs> Dare you. And wake her up, because we've been hanging out plenty this morning, and I don't know if I need to be hanging out quite yet. Let's see. Crying, tired, child, or long grass. Ah, boy. Yeah, I, and I felt bad. I wanted to put a sign up in my front yard because we have some some people in our neighborhood who are very yeah very excited excited about mm. looking at other people's yards <laughs> very excited and making huh? comments about them yeah. yeah they're very excited about very this. yard this is, oriented about other people's yards yeah nice. this is a, a pastime of theirs mm. i think because i don't think that i don't you know there's some people in our neighborhood who are retired and i'm assuming that's what i will do when i'm retired very concerned you got nothing else to do their own so, neighborhood watch more of a yard watch yard watch and i wanted to put a sign up that said i know i know <laughs> I know. I see it. It's driving me crazy. My daughter gets babysat Monday, which is today, at which point I now have free reign to mow my yard. Give me the weekend. So I think I survived through the weekend. I don't think we made too many people too angry, but I'll tell you, when you put fertilizer on your grass, the parts that that kick, they really do. And I have a jungle in some parts of my backyard and front yard that needs to be mowed. So today, I'm very excited to get out and do the thing you did over the weekend I finally get to dive into today. I would love it if you would have a sign in your front yard, and don't over-explain it, just, yeah, I know. Because I feel like the person who's going to question it anyway might understand what that sign means. Oh, I think they without a doubt would know. (laughs) I mean, I also know that I have some weeds in a couple rocky areas. Yeah. So I I again I know. Also, I know. are you Spokane trash or how does who do, who picks up your trash and your recycling? I don't, you know what? I wish I knew that. 
Because, you know, it might be Spokane. I think we're city of Spokane. Did you see where they're going to every other week to re- pick up recycling now? We are we are absolutely city of Spokane. Then, okay. Because I do know that is a thing. Okay. Because I, I noticed that there was a lot of people who are like stressed out about that. Just for the record, I'm going to put mine out every week. Just do it anyway? Because I'm not going to keep track of what week Which is week on it and is. what week is off. <laughs> So I've determined that I'm just going to put the blue bin out every single week. Mm-hmm. And if it gets picked up, it gets picked up. And if it doesn't, I'll pull it back in and go, oh, this is the off week. And that's totally fine for me. So I hope the people who are picking up the trash aren't offended by that. But this is just going to work easier for my brain. Yeah. It also gets me a couple extra steps to kick off the day, which I which I need and like. Mm-hmm. So just let me let me do that, please. And that, again, to the, the people who will walk by and say it's not recycling that's day, exactly. my, my sign that says I know counts for that as well. <laughs> that's the same guy. Yeah. The same guy's going to go by and go... These young people, they they first of all won't mow their yard on time, and now they think recycling has to. Oh, it's not this week. How embarrassing. Well, the Widmers don't know the recycling schedule yet no. again. Yep, that's going to be forever. Yeah. That's going to be forever. I just I don't want to miss it because I, I do have some recycling stuff, so I'm just going to put it out every week. Yeah. Hey, the, it's better than me leaving it out always. Right. Oh, yeah. In the Valley, we already are every other week. It's It's not that hard because you have, I don't know how big your recycling bin is, but it's like when it's full, that must mean it's this week. When it's not full, yeah. it's probably next week. They're pretty big. The only time I think the recycling gets super, super, super full real fast is mm-hmm. if you don't want to break the boxes down. Yeah, right, exactly. So, you know, maybe a couple extra minutes to break down the boxes, and you'll be good to go on this two this new two-week schedule. But, yeah, I'm taking mine out every week, and it's just it's going to be there. And to the folks who are picking it up every other week who see mine out on the off week, I apologize. But, again, this is just going to be easier for my scheduling. If I just take it out every week, I need the steps. I will tell you, and Rick has just now texted in and he confirms, um, when one person puts it out on the off week, it's like it freaks everybody out, and then everybody puts it out thinking that they had it wrong. Oh, I'm definitely doing it then. It's Mainly to mess with my buddies. <laughs> right? When you take it out and they're like, oh, crap. They immediately call home. Hey, 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 Sean's got his recycling out. Is that this week? No, I think it's next week. Well, well I don't want to miss it, though, so take it out. You might need to text him and tell him to pull it back in. Well, trust me, I'm going to. <laughs> uh, at some point, it will be pulled back in uh, with yeah, the right. garbage can yeah. uh, and all that. Oh, I, man, you're stirring I, up stuff in your hood, buddy. I know. I did have the thing this weekend, Jay, where I left my garbage out. It gets picked up on Friday, and okay. I left it out and pulled it in on Saturday morning. Did people call and wonder if you were okay? I just, I, it's that thing right. I looked at it on Friday night and thought, you know what? We're really comfortable in the house right now. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to take it in tomorrow morning. And I felt so guilty, so guilty for leaving it out. But guess what? We survived. Everything's okay. We survived. No way. I'm living and breathing today. Oh, my god! Living gosh. proof that if you leave it for 24 hours out on the sidewalk, that everyone in our neighborhood Did your HOA call? made it through. Probably. Yeah. I put them to voicemail. <laughs> you got to check your email. Yeah. Yep. Uh, Mr. Woodmer, your trash can was left curbside for approximately 12 extra hours, <laughs> and we cannot have that. Yeah, my HOA is on a direct-to-voicemail situation. Yeah, as it should be. Yep, straight-to-voicemail, and then my voicemail is on a straight-to-delete situation. So it's kind of a really bad combination. I love it. Man, you are one pathetic loser. Will the real Slim B stand up? Hello? 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 Producer Slim. Good morning, everybody. For those who are like living, by the way, way out in the, in, you know, where they don't understand what an HOA is, 
Horrible Organization Association. It's the one. That is the one. Back to you. Unless you are running an HO and you are listening, then at that then point, you're I'm great. Saying, you're the you're, best. You're absolutely you're the best. best. Yeah, I agree. There's just, I've got to imagine, in terms of really, really annoying emails, <laughs> they have to pro- they have to get the most. You think they have to be up there? I'm trying to think of places that get a lot of complaints. Hmm. And and that just deal with complaints um, all the time. Yeah. I've got to assume the people who run HOAs get the most ridiculous complaints of anyone. And you're talking about the blown out of proportion kind, right? Where you're like, you know, somebody parked their car two feet from yeah. the curb. Absolutely. They're parked facing the wrong way on the street, and they do it every night. They face the wrong way yeah. on the street. <laughs> I imagine they've got to get a lot of those. I imagine they've got to get a lot of, oh, there's a decoration. They put a decoration in the front of their house that I don't think belongs there. It's ruining oh this and that. Like This just has to be wild. The emails, if they were allowed to share the emails that an HOA gets, I think we would all just be completely blown away. That would not, That would be a good website. Ridiculous HOA emails. That I would go to. Oh, that'd be in fun. a heartbeat. Yeah, that'd in be fun, a though. heartbeat. And then I'd send some. Also in a heartbeat. <laughs> Just to add to it. Uh, also, later today, I will tell you something I did last night that I've never done before. Uh, excited about that. And I'm curious if you've ever done it. So we'll talk about that. Uh, KJ's gone today. He's not feeling well. Uh, and no, I, I maybe I shouldn't have said that. He's fine. He, he's, uh, he uh, had today off. I, are we we're allowed to say if someone's sick, right? I think so, and it's you know. But then everybody oh, goes, you know "Oh, what, we're not," because it's twenty twenty one. Everyone just assumes, right? That not, is hilarious. You remember how easy it was two years ago if someone was out sick because they had a stomach ache, right? Or just like a cold. Yeah, you could say, "Oh, yeah, Jay's out today." Well, okay, let's get this accurate. Slim's out today. He's not feeling well. <laughs> you could say that, and everyone was just like, "Oh, dang it, he must have." The spring, the spring crime. Whatever. Now, yeah. if yeah. someone's not feeling good, everyone assumes the exact same thing. I don't even need to say it out loud because every one of us thought it. <sighs> it's not that. No, thank you, thank you. We just need, look, do we need to get into it? He's throwing up. Guess what? Guess what, Jay? Hmm. I'm living in the same world he's living in. When you're around a little kid a lot, <laughs> yes. Guess what the little kid brings to you? Well, they tend to share. Treats, so many sick treats. Yes. Well, you all you bring to this child is joy and hopefully some energy and food and Life survival. And, and they bring love. back they bring back to you sickness. And they're like, Hey, I know you've been taking care of me. And you got me this and that, and you hooked me up with this and you rocked me to sleep. I don't have much to give, but I can give you this sickness. <laughs> you know, just good. so many fluids leaking out of their head. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it's really just not really good at covering coughs or sneezes or not wiping but, boogers on you. It's just but, it's what happens, man. I will say, and I think a lot of people would probably agree with this. A lot of people who have had kids, it, getting a sickness from your kids is frustrating, but they are still still for the most part so doggone cute. You're like, oh, my kid got me sick. Where if Jerry from the cubicle next to you gets you <laughs> sick, he is truly the worst person. <laughs> In the world. He's the worst. He's also the same guy who leaves his trash can out an extra day and parks two feet from the curb. Exactly same guy. Face. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. Didn't ha- he just doesn't have enough songs, I feel like. Kevin James. I had the song almost 
Uh, Digging it, bringing it with a frog and a... I'm sorry? The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 9 Coyote Country. Audio Vault is brought to you by Factory Rep Blinds. I only play this clip... Well, I play this clip every year not because we, we, we don't do sports stuff a lot. And I don't even know what I consider this. I think I consider it more of a, an event than a sport sporting event. But I always want to play the end of the Kentucky Derby because I love the man's voice who does the Kentucky Derby stuff. He makes horse racing seem like it's the greatest thing that's happening ever. The four of them heading to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Baffert does it again. Medina Spirit has won the Kentucky Derby. <laughs> he's it's a great. horse race. Yeah, he's great. It's a horse race. But that man seems like they just found a cure for all diseases in the entire universe. I wonder who that guy is and what are the things he does. I mean, sell, if he sells product, I'm buying it. Man. There's nobody in the world who enjoys something more than that man enjoys horse racing. You're no kidding. This is the horses running down the end of the stretch. I get it. Races are cool. I love I love sports. This is coming from someone who adores sports. Yeah. And I love watching the ends of games and I understand the excitement of it. But I don't know that anything I've ever been a part of has been this exciting. The four of them heading to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Bob Baffert does it again. <laughs> <laughs> For, and for such a sophisticated event, right, where they show oh, the totally. pictures of everyone in their beautiful outfits, yes. big hats, all that, you would almost expect that man to sound like Medina Spirit around the corner. Yes. Big lead for him. Coming around the stretch, I'll tone it down just a little bit. I don't want to ruffle anyone's feathers. Medina Spirit is the winner. Bob Baffert does it again. With another big win. Well, you they, almost want it to be like the Masters. I was going to say, I feel like it'd almost be like a golf announcer. Either but that instead, or like Joe Buck calling an exciting football play and there's another touchdown. Right, exactly. But instead, this guy is pure energy all the time. Bottle that up, sell it. I love it. Well done again. Another Kentucky Derby. Uh, if you had Medina Spirit as your winner, you are probably a gambling addict. Okay, so let's <laughs> let's get into some country music stuff. Thomas Rhett has been making the media rounds because he's got new music out. We talked about his new album. On Friday, he has his new album out, Side A Country Again, part of his two-part album. We I don't know when the next one comes out, but he had his first one released over the weekend, so of course he was all over the place. He was on the Today Show talking about his relationship with his wife, Lauren, and their first kiss. Here's Thomas Rhett's, the story of Thomas Rhett's first kiss with his now wife. I remember it vividly because it was so embarrassing. I remember we were laying on my trampoline in our backyard. And um, mm. and I leaned in to kiss her, and my mom opened the door uh, of our back porch, and she kind of freaked out. I kind of freaked out, and she we both she sat up while I leaned in, and we just clanked teeth. <laughs> and, like, oh. you know, I had braces. So I'm sure I put, like, an indention on her lip or something. But it was, uh, it was not the most romantic of first kisses. <laughs> Parents always know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. They just know. They, you just get this sense, and I've, I'm loving it because I now realize it as a new dad. You just get this sense that something is amiss. And the old laying on the trampoline thing, dead giveaway. Yeah, dead giveaway. Yeah. You know what's happening. Yeah. Oh, but yeah. You, kids, you, your parents know when something is going on. You know, if you're reaching into the cupboard that you're not supposed to be reaching into for snacks— Parents know that from 40 rooms away. <laughs> they could be down the street, and they will walk home and say, 
put the cookie back. And you're like, how would you ever know that? And it's like, because we're your parents. And we now apparently know everything in the world just about what you're doing. Everything else in the world, I've lost all touch of because I don't have time to look at it all. But this one thing, you getting in trouble, I seem to know in a second. Also, have you developed the quiet walk or have you always had that? Oh, Jay, I work on that like crazy. Yeah, you got to have that down. It gets real quiet down the hallway. Yep. And I go, what? What am I going to walk in on here? And yep. you don't want to give, you don't want to tip it off. That quiet walk is so valuable. It's crucial. Turn the, turn the corner and just big eyes. Yep. Big eyes. This isn't the cheese grater. And I think, well, <laughs> whose fault is that? Your fault for having the cheese grater in your hand or dad's fault for putting the cheese grater in a place where you can be holding it right well, now. Well, it, it is partially your fault, of course. I mean, yeah. you know, it's never the child's fault except for the fact that it's the child's fault when yeah, you tell your I, wife. One of my she jumped. She has an amazing vertical jump. She must have a forty-inch vertical. She jumped up onto the counter, grabbed it, got back down on the floor before I. I was lucky. I was there. It is one of my favorite things. Realizing you think you've childproofed everything, and you think you've got everything out of reach, and then just every day realizing the one thing you didn't have out of reach is the only thing in the entire house mm-hmm. that your child wanted. Yeah, it's like what in the world? That's... How did you even know? I don't even know we had that. And you found it in five seconds. That's their well, responsibility as a child is to find those. Yours Tom- is to quietly walk in and surprise them. Yes. Thomas Rhett, congratulations on, on the first kiss. Congratulations on permanently damaging your wife's uh, lips or gums with your braces. I enjoy him. I also, enjoy his stories. really weird that he was 25 and had braces. <laughs> Keith Urban was in the news over the weekend as well. I enjoyed this. He was asked about his success and and finding fame as he is one of the most successful and famous country music artists out there. And he was just talking about the grind of becoming famous and the way he put it. I I chuckled at. I think Keith Urban is very funny. I always felt like what I'm trying to do is just around the corner and they just kept moving the corner. (laughs) But it was always just there. And so I just sort of like the dangling carrot thing. I just kept going and eventually they stopped moving the corner. That's hilarious. Oh, his that big break. True. Jay, his big break was always right around the corner, but they just kept moving the corner. <laughs> that is so funny. And then finally, they stopped moving the corner, and he was able to turn the corner oh and become gosh. a successful country music star. I enjoy Keith Urban, man. Uh, anytime he does an interview, I will click on it. I will listen to it. He, he always has something fun to say. And, of course, we've talked about it a billion times. The Australian accent is fantastic. It makes him way easier to listen to. If Kenny Chesney does the same interview, I'm listening, but not as well as when Keith Urban does it. The voice will just captivate me every time. You remember when we used to run Bloomsday on the same course instead of just whatever course you wanted to run? I absolutely do. I actually have audio from Bloomsday. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the... Never mind, wrong one. Think if that was how Bloomsday ended. That man is just screaming thousands, 50,000 names, or however many people run it. He's just screaming them. Man, it would be A-plus for not wearing yourself out. But I do remember how we used to do Bloomsday. Because, you know, you'd run down that long straightaway, and there's the corner right before the finish. That's It's just the same thing with Keith Urban. It just feels like they keep moving the corner. You're like, oh, for the love of the, God. The, the courthouse looks like you're right next to it for 20 minutes. Right, and you just keep going, are they... Is that moving? Because it feels like it's still just as far away. What did it end on? Did it end on post, right? Is that what the street? Yeah, that it ended and you would on? turn. Yeah, you'd turn and you'd run down that hill for you know like a block or whatever. Post, you go. I drove this street, this exact same street. They have not changed it. I drove this street three days ago, and it was there before I knew it. Yeah. 
Spokane can't get the north-south freeway put in, but they successfully moved an entire street three blocks. <laughs> I stretched it out. For one for one race. For one race, yeah. I do have a question about Bloomsday for you coming up later today to see if you and your wife did it and all that, but that's coming up because that right there was your audio vault for a Monday. It was. It's the third day. It was, and it still is, the third day of May, the year 2021. The Jay and Kevin Show. Jay Daniels. It's right. tricky to cut bread. Yeah. Cutting bread is a, is a very intricate science. Cutting cheese, easy. Cutting bread, hard. That's a great point. Kevin James. Well, that's the greatest thing since sliced English muffin bread. The Jay and Kevin Show on the big 99.9 Nine Coyote Country. To the text line. Slim said one of the most random funny things, one of those that catches you off guard things just when we went to a break there. It was only to me. But I thought oh, I'd no. share it. Do you even remember what you said? Uh, no clue, and this worries me. And it made me laugh very hard. You go, because we can communicate to each other. For those who don't know, Slim's at his house, and I am uh, at the studio. So we communicate through this little speaker, and we can't see each other, so we always tell each other when we're going to be away from the microphone so that the other one isn't like, man, blah, 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 blah. Did you hear me? Did you hear me? Can you hear me now? So he was going to step away from his microphone, and he says... Hey, I'm going to go get a cup of coffee. You want one? And it's so, that caught me so off guard because it's been, you know, 15 months since one of us has done that for the other one that I was like, yeah, just run it over real quick. It's only about what, eight miles away? Yeah. You know, thanks for the offer. Quick drop off, quick dropsy drop. <laughs> Nobody's offered me a cup of coffee. Hey, man, you want something? I'm going to run over here and grab it. Yeah, no, that's, that doesn't happen anymore. Oh, man. Well, thank you for the, uh, for the coffee idea. Uh, from the text line to start it out this morning, uh, did anyone on your show do Bloomsday? I did not do Bloomsday. My wife and one of our friends did Bloomsday. They did Sunday morning. They did not run the official Bloomsday course, but they did run the allotted amount and really had a great time doing it. I Now, could you start on Saturday? Do you know? Or did it have to be on start on no, Sunday? No, you can do it anytime, anytime. within the week. Okay, okay. It's like, I think it's a week or 10 days long that you have to do... The Bloomsday, if you signed up for it, and they just decided to do it on Sunday because it worked out best for our schedules. Okay. But I, I saw a lot of people posting, including Spokane's very own Mark Hanrahan from Crim 2. Whoa. I saw him posting his time, but doing the map that he ran, Oh, okay. and it was the actual Bloomsday course. So I think a lot of people actually nice. ran the Bloomsday course. I, I just told my wife and our friend, I was like, well, there's some very fast roads on that course that Heavy traffic. aren't closed yeah. during... Non Bloomsday time, so it, I, you know you can run on the sidewalk if there's sidewalk, but I think there's some stretch where there isn't sidewalk mm-hmm. and it's curvy and it's downhill. Like once you get through Brown's Edition, moving back up towards the fast the fast street that goes by the graveyard. Yeah, like that's just that just seems like an interesting area where you're not going to have a shutdown road and could be a little bit more dicey. It feels riskier. Yeah, so they they I think they ran Centennial Trail for the okay. seven Very plus good. miles. I I, uh, I ran Bloomsday in 22 minutes, my best really? time ever. Yeah, That's I quick. yeah, 100. percent Did you guys not do virtual Bloomsday? No, we did not. Okay. We did not do it. No, uh, but I felt like everybody else did because we were out kind of early both Saturday and Sunday, and it was it seemed like either there was free money on every street corner or people were doing Bloomsday because it was crazy busy. It was cool on Saturday. We did a a little walk. We prepped the course a bit. On the Centennial Trail. So we were walking the trail with the fam, and the amount of people with their bibs, the running bibs on, on Saturday afternoon, it was was cool to see 
how many people were doing Blooms Day. It made me real excited and also actually kind of made me jealous that I didn't do it yesterday. Yeah, I thought about that too. I was like, I should should have just signed up. What the yeah, heck? Yeah, I don't know why I didn't. It just it kind of bummed me out. Kind of bummed me out knowing that it would have been so easy since you could run at any time. Right. To yeah. not do it. Exactly. Don't even have to get up early and wait in line. Yeah. Well done, those who did. Um, when are they gonna make it three lanes from downtown Spokane to Coeur d'Alene with all the growth? Can we get it done sooner than later? I, yeah. I thought that was a great question, so I looked it up right after the North South Freeway. Yeah. When you hit that stretch. When you're driving from, I think mainly from Coeur d'Alene to Spokane, because that's when it opens up, as opposed to the other way where it narrows down. And you hit that stretch kind of by Barker, I think it is, when it hits three lanes. Mm-hmm. You go by Liberty Lake, and it hits three lanes. It feels like you've gone into a different, just a different era. Yeah, when you go from two to three, you get oh. the, oh. and then, you know, it's like accelerator. When you're going the other way, and you're going toward Coeur d'Alene, and it's, you know, 4.30 in the afternoon, and it goes to two lanes. I Jesus. Yeah, it, that, that, it's such a weird difference. That one lane is the hugest lane in driving. Uh, also off the text line, in regards to your HOA, Slim, careful. They could find you for putting the can out on the wrong day. They love it, man. The HOA Come loves fines. Come on, man. They love fines. You're not but, doing that. No, don't find me because I, I'm trying to keep up with the... Don't find me because I'm trying to get my workout in. Right. Don't be. Don't find me because you're jealous and I'm trying to work on my steps. Also, I just clicked on this, and I'm curious. I don't know if this is near where I want it to be, this audio, because I didn't preview it. So I'm just curious, who's the better announcer, the end of the horse race guy or the end of the NASCAR race guy? Here's the end. I'll give you the end of the horse race guy. Here's the gold standard right now. Okay. The four of them coming to the finish in the Kentucky Derby. Here's the wire. Horse race winner. Right, so let me see if I can get. Chase gets blocked. I mean, Nowhere to go. He's coming down the. Kevin, f- Harvey. Kevin Harvey comes to second. We said it. You never know. That's why you it never give up four, in this sport. Slow. All right. Birthday candles versus new tires. Here they come off turn four for the win for the first time this year. Kyle Busch goes to victory lane. He wins the Bushy McBush race. 400. Bushy McBush race, by the way, is the greatest race name in the history of races. I laughed so hard about that this weekend. That's that's guys going, what, 200 miles per hour between 150, 200 miles per hour? I don't know the exact speeds. But speeds that are very, very scary and and wild and crazy and huge accidents. And I understand the horses are going real fast, too. But those guys are going way faster than this speed. Whatever that man gets paid, though, he has earned every single penny. The first time this year, Kyle Busch goes to victory lane. He wins the Bushy McBush race 400. (laughs) Bushy McBush is the greatest race name in the history of races. Kyle Busch wins the Bushy McBush race. That was good. I mean, you couldn't have planned that, or did they? Mm. 